All right, so we're here at Patio Talk, and I'm Derek. And my wife, Allie, is with me. Hi. Hi. Hey, maybe the first time we talk, <clears throat> without going like into too much personal boring detail, we should tell people a little bit about ourselves. I have no boring details. Just okay. kidding. Kidding. Okay. Just kidding. This episode will be 48 hours long, and it's all Allie. Of exciting details. Take it away. <laughs> nah. Nah. Not too much exciting. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I live in Texas and have for almost 50 years. I thought you were saying you have four children. No. And I was like, what? She only knows about three of them. I have lived here for almost 40 <laughs> years. And I have... Pretty much, I did the teenage jobs of working at department stores and fast food restaurants and machine shops like every other teenager. But most of my adult life, I've worked either for the state or for local county government in mental health and law enforcement. That's exciting. But it was short. If I told them about every single day... That would be boring. But it was exciting. There was this one time I went on patrol and I drove for eight hours and didn't see anybody violate any law and got no calls. Well, that's not exciting. The very but first the hour of that exciting. day? Oh. <clears throat> oh, I also have, uh, I guess we should probably include education in there. Um, I also have... A degree in criminal justice where I minored in political science and I have a degree in public administration. That's exciting. I know. Woo! Yeah! So exciting. So, tell these people that probably the first people that'll hear it will actually know you or they may be complete strangers that stumble across it a little bit about yourself. I was born and raised in Texas. Me, 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 me. I have visited California once. I don't know if you included that part on your details. I didn't. I wasn't oh. going to. That's okay. <laughs> I have visited California once, though. I liked it. I'd like to go back. It was pretty. I'm pretty much been a stay-at-home, homeschool mom. Hence the um, intro about being all the exciting personal details. Is that it? I do have a degree. Yes, she does. I wanted for a super long time. It took me forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and it's ever. In, it's in astrophysics. To earn. No, it's not. <laughs> now I wish I did. Well, <clears throat> why? Why? It's, it's, that sounds more exciting than psychology. No, it doesn't. Well, when you combine a psychology degree with homeschooling one child singly and then homeschooling almost twins together I think you probably have a lot of insight on issues related to childhood and education and if we ever get to the topic of the educational system mm -hmm. it would promise it would promise to be very interesting to listen to that would probably have to be <coughs> multiple podcasts Oh, without a doubt. Especially with, um, especially if 
what's going on right now continues where students are doing their school from home. Right. And some people are calling it homeschool, but two drastically different animals. That's public school at home. Yes. It's still requiring the children to stick to a pre-designed, mandated curriculum that is applied One to every single person. All. Yes. And so. just like you have, when you go clothes shopping, you don't just walk in and go, I want jeans and pick up the first pair you see. You got to get the pair that fits you because we're all different. Oh, our children would love that. They hate shopping. They'd be like, well, maybe they would love public school then. Maybe not. But you know, we're not all the same, and whether it's size or mentality or the no, way I was just saying that they we could view probably the world, love, hate. Talk on that a bit, especially. Well, you know, this may forever change how public school. Right. There may be some well, changes it, that I think that are permanent. This being. The virus that shall not be named. <laughs> well, you know, you think about it, uh, it's, I think it is uh, inevitable that it's going to change life. You know, I, I, I still hear people talking about let's get back to normal, and that's, that's, I think that's gone. I think normal life as you and I grew up with, normal life of five, ten years ago, I think that's gone. <clears throat> what do you think? As long as we can go back to not wearing masks, I'm, I don't enjoy seeing people in masks. I don't know why. It's funny because I see them in masks all day long now and uh, it doesn't bother me. It bothers, it bothers me. me when I see them not in a mask. I guess it takes away part of their person, their personality, their individuality. <gasps> I think that's what it is. Well, that's why you have to individualize your mask. What you if still pe- can't see? What like if people? Here. What if you took a photograph of yourself, printed it on the material, and made your mask that way? Which would be cool for my employer if I could find somebody to do that and make a mask that looked like I wasn't wearing a mask. There we go. You need to have a mask on, and then I can peel my face off and go. You mean like this? <laughs> Uh, anyway, <clears throat> what were we talking about? I think uh, we got on school a school and current events and mass trail. and yeah. food and politics and camping and anything else we feel like talking about. I'm ready to go camping. This is perfect, gorgeous weather. Where it's cool in the morning, where we could hike and bike, and then in the <clears throat> afternoon lay That's... around in the shade, have a beverage. That would be nice too. Again, I don't. I wonder if that will. Evenings look at stars and. Surely that will come back. I was wondering if they could just uh, half the number of sites they have and like close every, all their odd numbered sites. I don't know, but it's the parks I've seen. They're like you can come do day use, but wear a mask. Why? Why outside in all that space? Right. As you can tell, I'm really against masks. I, I can. The event that we're talking about, in case this is recorded and somebody finds it in a hundred years and is like, I didn't know that happened. 
Those people it's are a, awesome. It's a pan. <laughs> it's a pandemic. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I don't know what that is. It's a pandemic, and you don't know what a pandemic is? I don't know what you pushing that button is. Okay. okay. I know what a pandemic. It's a panic Democrat. Okay. Right? That's what that thing said the other day. It's, <laughs> it's D-E-M inside of panic. Yeah. In panic. It's a... Uh, See, I know. We uh, will maybe occasionally in these talks refer to coronavirus, may refer to COVID-19, may SARS refer to SARS-CoV-2, <laughs> and we understand that SARS-CoV-2 is the virus, that there are lots of coronaviruses, which is the family it belongs to, and that COVID-19 is the disease that you get when you're infected with SARS-CoV-2. Yes. kind of use them interchangeably and probably use COVID or coronavirus mostly. Even though I'm not an astrophysicist, I do There's nothing wrong. understand those are all different things. There's nothing wrong with being correct. There's not. And it's okay. It's okay to be wrong, too, as long as you're willing to admit that you're wrong. <clears throat> so how long should our first podcast? Well, it's got to be at least 15 minutes. Oh, like legally? Yes, I agreed to a uh, no. Oh. Not legally. <laughs> just, I just did the first one. Okay. Awesome. Okay. I'll flag that for sure. It's her coming out. Her coming out and going, I just did the first one. It doesn't need to be on a podcast. Okay. So we've introduced ourselves. We've kind of bounced around a little bit. Learned that you don't like masks, that neither one of us cares for the current state of public education, but that's not saying We're anything about. Inside those paper towels, and then, hey, put on the first paper towels, then put the other paper towels over it, and put the calendar. Make sure that stuff doesn't catch on fire. We're trying to learn how to make tortillas. That's part of our podcast life, it's food. Okay. What was I saying? Something about education. Yeah, we don't really care. Either one of us care for the educational system in its current state, but that's not talking about the educators or the administrators in it necessarily. No. Um, Because some families really just are not (coughs) equipped. Probably. To homeschool. I would agree with that. So I love that there are teachers who love their job and that's they love helping children and they love going there it's not a paycheck so i i am thankful for those teachers right for the those families that need to use the public school system well i certainly know uh my second grade teacher mrs rainey she would tell you that if if you were having spaghetti that day, <laughs> not second grade, she was my fifth grade teacher, I'm sorry. <clears throat> if you were having spaghetti, the school was serving spaghetti for lunch, you had to spell it. You had to walk up to the door and spell it. Oh, no, and I would you, go hungry. I can't spell spaghetti. If you couldn't spell it, you went to the back of the line. Um, when you were acting out in class, she would, give, she would go Derek or whoever's name, not just necessarily Derek. <laughs> <laughs> And I heard her, I don't know how many times, tell people Say that your name. she would throw <laughs> throw you out the window, and if you didn't land on your head, I'm going to get you and drag you back in, and I'm going to keep throwing you out the window until you either learn 
to act right or you land on your head and start acting right. Do you understand me? But I, every single student knew that Mrs. Rainey loved them. Wow. She was just like an old, I don't take any bull grandma figure that you knew. She wanted you to be able to spell spaghetti because it made you a more educated person. So a teacher probably could not get away with that today. No, and she... And but, I had one of those, too. Mm-hmm. She would, she would grab you. She wouldn't shake you, but she would grab you by both arms and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake you until your teeth rattle around your head. I, yeah. I saw a junior high football coach when he had all the... Uh, I don't remember if it was for history or what's the other thing that coaches taught back social studies? Yes, or history. I, I don't remember if it was history or social studies, but after after health. the football period, yes, health, he taught, if you were in football, your next period after that was his class. And I remember seeing him like run from the front of the classroom and literally dive over people and and grab students and tackle them in their seat that have been smart mouthing him and everybody including me loved him and you knew that he was just he wanted to make you better he wanted you to succeed in life and he wanted you to understand that there were times you needed to keep your mouth shut and again if you did that today he would be in jail and and that's not to say that I want teachers like diving over chairs and tackling students. I'm just saying that you can't put, just like the education that we were talking about, you can't put kids in a cookie cutter. You can't put your teachers in a real strict regimen of these are every, we're going to control every single interaction and everything you do. And I had a, a coach for a teacher in junior high history. Now, if he had to probably teach what they have to today it would have been horrible but he would come in and he would tell stories they they were the history stories but he would tell them like a story and I mean he just had everybody's attention from the time he started until the bell rang and I I still remember some of those stories today well tell one I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Talk about, I remember, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes from the, I guess, a revolutionary war story. Because he would just, he would just get up there and he would, you know, kind of crouch, can't see me, but you can, crouch and he would just tell it. It was, it was exciting. That's cool. Be nice if teachers could teach like that. And maybe they do, I don't know. Well, I imagine they don't from how much griping I hear about right. having to do all the mandated things. Well, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, teachers went, and they weren't always right because they're humans and they're people. But teachers, when I was growing up, they may give somebody a slightly different assignment than everybody else. Just like a different topic or something. She's looking at me very strangely. I'm, I'm just trying to understand. <clears throat> okay. Well, they would just they would adapt things a little bit for students, like the 
what are they called? SRA math cards? Did you have those? I those. You know what? I got to use the boxes all the way on the right end, even though other people were using the boxes on the left end. And it was all math, and it was all... I don't remember doing them for math, but did they have them for reading, too, or English, or grammar, I, or something? I don't know, but that's, that's an example of what I'm saying. You had multiple levels and types of math, and so it was... This day we're doing our SRA cards. Well, y'all go get those. You get these. And they were allowed to do that, whereas I don't... And maybe they still are. <clears throat> I loved SAR cards. I forgot that. SAR or SRA? SRA. Yep, they were fun. Probably mean something. I don't know. Probably study right. Always. Always. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> study right already. S stupid arithmetic and art. Okay, so we only got to use those if we <coughs> finished our school, our seat work or whatever. Mm. They were like a treat. They were a treat for me, I guess. <laughs> I don't remember much of education being a treat for me until I got to college. Oh, but getting to go use... They, that was like a special privilege or something, hmm. at least how I remember it. it. It wasn't a treat the time I won the milk drinking contest at lunch, but we'll save that for another one because we're at 17 minutes. Probably something that should be mentioned in an introductory um, is our religious beliefs to a degree. So I'll let you talk about yours first. Go ahead. Well, because we said we'll talk about religion, and so, you know, okay. if we have a uh, non-Christian who's listening who wants to go, I'm hoping to find, if we have a Buddhist that's listening that is like, I'm a dedicated Buddhist and I only listen to Buddhist podcasts, this is not the podcast for you uh, because we're, we're Christians. We're, uh, people often ask what I am, and I say I'm a Christian, and they go, well, yeah, but like, are you a Baptist you or Catholic or a Methodist? We do attend uh, Southern Baptist Associated Church, but that's only because they're the closest to what I believe that will allow me to continue going there. I would say that my beliefs are typically very traditional and believe in the Trinity. I believe in original sin and redemption through the Son of God and that we have a choice to make when it comes to accepting him and that that choice determines where we spend our eternity. And I'm sure that some, uh, some of our talks will get into that and flesh that out a little bit more. And that kind of ties to education because what actually made me think of it was when our oldest daughter, who's the only child of ours that went to any public school, was asked in kindergarten to choose a song to sing she wanted to sing Jesus Loves Me, and several of the other kids wanted to, and the teacher was like, I'm so sorry, we're not allowed to sing that. I do not remember that. Wow. That didn't stick out to me. That should have stuck out to me. You would, you would think so. What were they singing it for? Do you remember? They were just singing, they were just singing songs. Oh, like just and she was like, time? Hey, yeah, she was like, hey, what do you want to sing today? Oh. Because I think they wow. went... I think maybe she went around the room. And that was in the 90s. Yes, early 90s. And that was probably a teacher who would loved kids and... Probably sang that sing song it. with them on Sunday mornings, I would have bet. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. It's been about 20 minutes. And, Allie, do you want to say anything to anybody that ever hears this, ever? Oh my gosh, this is so fun. We're going to do it again. 
All right, if y'all hear the part of the uh, interest, the authentic part of our <laughs> podcast will be the occasional interruptions from birds. children sticking their head out and asking questions oh, and the to birds. birds singing in the background. And I don't oh, know what we'll do singing. when it's a downpour. You may hear us kind of talking loud over the rain. Anyway, that's it. Uh, in these times, stay safe. Be careful, and God bless you.